1: Welcome back! Today is July the 2nd. Happy almost 4th of July weekend, Julie.
2: Yes, you as well, and yesterday was Canada Day, so for all of our Canadian listeners, happy Canada Day, and happy 4th of July weekend. That's I think right. everybody needs to have a little a little breath and have a nice long weekend here.
1: I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I found yeah. a
2: source for hot dogs, by the way, since oh. you and I were both winning something nostalgic in 4th of July-ish.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I think Zoe in her whole life has only had one hot dog.
2: I know. At the car
1: show at at, at Millie Island She was so proud of herself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, so today we're going to be sharing with you a series of articles that we found that can only be labeled as fantastic news. Yeah. Remember, Julie and I were were, uh, sort of playing with the idea that the second half of the year is going to be the complete opposite of the first half of the year in terms of, you know, good news. So we're hoping, and it's maybe a fantasy on our part, but still we're going to hang with it that the second half of the year is essentially a complete recovery in every meaningful way. And so 2020 goes down as being remembered as the year of miracles, opposed to the year of the pandemic, the year of the depression, the year of locusts, the year of the UFOs, the year of the, you know, whatever (laughs) else. So we have pulled out some really, really fantastic headlines. We're gonna go through these relatively quick. And then I have a question that I wrote down. I was meaning to ask all of you guys this uh, a few days ago. and the question is, is if you could choose to be famous or to be rich, which would you choose? So we're going to talk about that in the second half of today's show. And also, before Julie gets to her first, I think, wonderful headline, um, uh-huh. there is a great announcement for all of you. The book, uh, Harris Rules, is now available in audiobook form. So you can go to, obviously, Amazon or um, audio Audible wherever audible. you're audible mm-hmm. wherever you get your audiobooks and um, you can listen to Harris rules we started listening to it yesterday the publisher hired um a really professional uh, guy to read it it sounds absolutely stealth it's spellbinding it's far did I say the right spellbinding, spellbinding. yes yeah, absolutely
2: okay. super professional yeah. i i'm really happy with it so i know I and you were worried
1: great. you were worried that basically not having us read it would not sound as good but uh, i think ra- it sounds
2: better actually it
1: does definitely <laughs> that's what i was going to say
2: yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. i i hear myself coaching agents that you know there's a such a thing as transaction coordinators who love doing that and are actually way better at that than you are. And people reading audible books for a living, I kind of like that. This guy clearly does this for a living. It was he was so good. So I was really happy with it. But it was
1: that. like an actor though. He read our he yeah. read the sentences that we wrote in our book better, better better than we would have. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. it's because we would have read it, then we wouldn't have stopped ourselves from being able to, to go off and vamp on That's something. That's true. You know? He
2: didn't do that. So. He doesn't do it like good. we're doing right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, so the point of it is, is the book is available now. A lot of you have been looking for it, uh, asking about it. We didn't think it was going to come out until the fourth quarter of this year. Uh, So, for those of you looking for a great book to listen to over the Fourth of July weekend, there you go. There's the top of your summer reading list. Harris Rules. So, just go to Amazon, go to you know all the normal places. You get Audible books, um, Mm audio books, or just obviously you can also buy a paperback version of it as well. Harris Rules. Go and jump on it. Almost 400 five star reviews. All right, Julie. Headlines. What do we got? Yes,
2: you got it. So, we are going to start with the House follows the Senate in passing an extension of the COVID nineteen relief money. This is good good news because both uh, Senate and House passed its $660 billion paycheck protection program, which many of our listeners had taken advantage of. It was set to uh, expire actually this week on Tuesday night, but now it's been extended through August 8th. And yes, of course, they wouldn't be doing this if there wasn't still money left. Remember that the first round of about $350 billion was exhausted in only 13 days, and then they had a second round of $310 billion. Of that there's 140 billion left but now you've got until august 8th to do something about it and tim i you know i've been surprised how many of our uh, past clients and even friends of ours and didn't either didn't know about it were intimidated by the process or for whatever reason else haven't taken advantage of that so it's still out there until august 8th
1: and so you guys business owners 1099 w2 it doesn't matter you definitely want to be looking seriously looking into the paycheck protection program Every one of you should be eligible for it in some form. Definitely um, apply. You'll get the money. The money starts out as a loan, and it turns into a grant if you follow some relatively simple to understand and follow rules. All the information, essentially, we've decoded a lot of it because there was a lot of confusion. So. There is a great download available for you. You have to join our free coaching program to do that. Just text the word survival to 31996. Text the word survival to 31996. And when you do, we'll send you back a link and then you can join the the free coaching program. Look for the tile when you log in and it's called um, Ultimate Agent Survival Guide. The first section of the Ultimate Agent Survival Guide. Hey, Julie, look. The first section of the Ultimate Agent Survival Guide is the... uh, All the information on the PPP, the EIDL loan, mortgage forbearances, and all that good stuff. So if you've not done that yet, we've already done the heavy lifting for you. Just text the word SURVIVAL to 31996, text the word "survival." to 31996 julie i know the next topic or the next headline is even better yes yes so go ahead indeed
2: housing market recovery things are looking up this is from housing wire which reports on both mortgage and housing news housing market continues to show positive signs of recovery according to realtor.com's weekly housing market recovery index yet of course the effects of COVID 19 still remain a concern this is an index you know they throw a lot of different things into this the index is set at 100 and they rate it how close are you to 100 or further away Um, Housing demand has bounced back as summer home buying is in full force. And that's putting a housing index reaching actually 119. It's higher than uh, their standard. And of course, the the story continues to be lack of inventory. But when it's on, you know, when something's active, it is selling quickly. And as an interesting side fact, uh, Zillow reported that, guess where, is the number one hottest market in the entire country, Columbus, Ohio, right now.
1: Are you kidding me? With an average
2: days on the market of only four. So, if you can believe that.
1: What? So, Why wasn't it like that when we sold real estate I there? know.
2: It's because it's 2020. That's the answer to everything exactly. right now.
1: Well, hold on. That reinforces <laughs> the idea this is the year it of is miracles. the year of miracles, That's right. right.
2: I know. It's crazy. So, uh, let's see. Next, we have more good news. Record jobs gain of $4.8 in June, smashes the expectations. This is great news because the unemployment rate now has fallen. It's still a really horrendous rate, but it's... Falling to eleven point one percent, and you know, in the beginning of this, a lot of people had predicted it would get into the tw- even the mid twenties. Um, so it's still high, but it's coming down. That's good news.
1: Well, the moral, but the moral of the story, though, is remember that there are two numbers. There are two statistics in that, right? The unemployment mm-hmm. uh, claims reports come come out weekly. And what you're seeing here is the number of new people applying for unemployment is falling, yes. but you're also seeing essentially the number of people get reemployed is rising. Yes. So and the, those and this is those the, are all good numbers. And
2: they, you know, they only expected an increase of 2.9 million um, and 4.8 million came back. So that's really good that, that we're beating the odds, you know, based on what even economists have been uh, stating. So that's, definitely good news. In the last
1: one, let's do the interest rates because the one on Manhattan's not a something of a good yeah, news thing and I don't
2: want right, I don't want to mess with our vibe here. interest rates. <laughs> yes, okay. So, this is a seeking alpha uh, article always has really good interesting stuff. Mortgage rates fall to a new record low. The 30-year fixed rate mortgage is averaging 3.07%. That is just incredible for the week ending July 2nd which is down from last week's 3.13% and 3.75% this time a year ago. And remember last year ago, people were saying, how could it possibly go lower? Well, it has three, basically 3%. Now you can even get a 15 year uh, at two and a half percent, which is just crazy. That
1: is so, crazy. Why would you pay cash for a house? I
2: have no idea. I mean, you can two and a half percent. I mean, it, it's nuts. And I'll tell you what some of our coaching clients are doing right out of our premier class, as well as our elite coaching clients. They are taking those facts and they are marketing to people who are paying very expensive rent and showing them that, you know, you can buy almost like a $500,000 house for what they're paying for a two and a half, you know, apartment.
1: That is incredible. To so, think about.
2: you know, I think that's great. I've well, seen some interesting bomb bomb videos and stuff like that. I
1: mean, if you so, you know, obviously a two hundred thousand dollar house that costs essentially five hundred bucks or six hundred bucks a month or whatever it is at two and a half percent. I, I mean, you should fire up a mortgage amortization calculator real quick so we can figure out what that is. But if you think about it, in markets where there's the average sale price is say a million dollars, obviously the rates won't be as low because. The people have to do uh, you know, jumbo mortgages, and so the rates are going to be higher. But still, jumbo mortgage rates are still somewhere in the probably in the mid-threes. Wow, it just, it's a shockingly good time in our lives to basically be locking in incredibly low interest rate mortgages, which spins me into a conversation I've had uh, via text with quite a few people this week. People are asking me about what our opinion is on inflation and deflation, and they're trying to gauge when it's a good time for them to start per, uh, picking up real estate uh, to which I give them the answer of what Julie and I are doing. We're keeping our powder dry. We're not optimistic or pessimistic as far as what the future holds. What we are is cautious because we're not so sure what's coming next. We're not so sure there's going to be, you know, like, for example, CoreLogic was predicting there's going to be a nationwide depreciation last year, whereas you're starting to see inflation start to rear its ugly head, which means you might have the exact opposite effect on asset prices. So real estate costs could actually increase at the same time you could have essentially uh, in some markets you could have uh, real estate values decreasing which will i don't know what i mean so somebody has to be wrong or the answer is all these things happen simultaneously which leads to the manhattan article for example
2: yes very interesting manhattan apartment sales remember guys that don't live in manhattan they call them apartments that doesn't mean they're rent they you know these are units that sell Our worst on record, biggest plunge in 30 years. That's a CNBC article. Um, Manhattan apartment sales in the second quarter fell by 54%. The largest percent decline in 30 years, according to a report from Miller Samuel and from Douglas Elliman. The median sale price fell 18%. I mean, you're talking about, you know, appreciation or depreciation. Well, here you are. If you're in Manhattan, it's already fallen 18% with a median price now of just a million, which, you know, to a lot of people sounds like, well, that's not so bad. But considering that it used to be 2 million, it's bad. There were only about uh, 1,147 sales in the quarter, the lowest number on record, according to Compass. So, uh, yeah, tough times there and very high days on the market. Um, They said that uh, while deals take a while to materialize, sales contracts also fell in June. Number of new signed contracts for co-ops fell 78% in June compared with a year ago. Signed contracts for condos were down 74%. Co-ops in the two to $4 million range were hit hardest in June with an 86% decline that's tough
1: man that is tough and just you're looking at situations when was it the average sale price 1.8 million it was less than five years ago no
2: and I was gonna say about three I, yeah. I'm calling about three years ago so you're looking at people
1: looking who up. in a lot of cases are essentially underwater and their properties by 50% yeah and in those situations where you have a lot of these different forms of ownership with co-ops and Julie rattled off a few of the terms that are unique mm-hmm. unique to New York you're there there's no an easy path to uh, exit your property if you're yeah. underwater and that's the reason and during the last uh, real estate crisis, New York had some of the longest period of essentially the foreclosure process. Someone could go years. Mm-hmm. I think New York State was actually the longest. You could go years living in your property, never making a payment, just because the added you know legality and bureaucracy yeah. that's associated with. Yeah, it's crazy. So look, overall though, the takeaway should be the takeaway should be.
2: But you know that just shows things are going great. Real estate is also very local, and you have to watch your own market. You got to know what's going on, not just in your town, but you know, I read something. Even though that's as bad as it is in Manhattan, right around that million dollar range still seems to be moving. So you know, study your own market, know your own stuff, and see what's what's hot and what's not. But by and large, it's. It's good.
1: You mentioned Columbus where we Mm -hmm. sold real estate for almost a decade as being um, a hot market right now. I promise you in Columbus, There are, mark, there are pockets that are terrible. There yeah. definitely are. So again, to Julie's point, I think that's how you can have essentially well, can depreciation have, during a time yeah. of inflation. Because even with inflation and an undesirable house in an undesirable area that doesn't even make sense as a rental still isn't going to want to, you know, it's going to that's have true. to have the price lowered and lowered even during a time of inflation.
2: That's right. I mean, I, I remember that these two, these things can be hap, uh, true at the same time, Right. So we would have houses in Clintonville that would sell in 22 seconds with multiple offers. And then the next listing appointment, I don't know if you remember this, we had one out in Galloway, which was a very overbuilt, like just seas and seas of, I think it was MI homes. It was like Oak Creek phase, 50 million. And so in neighborhoods like that, where interest rates adjusted at the same time it was overbuilt, the one that had the best options at the least price was the one that always sold. And I remember doing CMAs, there were like 50 homes that were exactly the same. And and yet, the day before, we had sold something fast. So, you know, you just have to know your subject properties really well.
1: So the question that um, I've been posing to new coaching clients, because a lot of you guys are coming into real estate, only having been in real estate for really many of you or less than three years, um, is... If you had to cho- if you had to choose between rich and being famous what would you choose? And the reason I'm asking that question is because a lot of you guys don't know how to proactively lead generate and you you actually think that the more sort of micro famous you are on the social networking whatnots you actually think that's going to lead to you making money in real estate. You think there's a many of you that there's a direct correlation between that, you know, essentially uh, Instagramming and social networking and facebooking and lots and lots of transactions, and there's not. And the problem that a lot of you guys are falling prey to, or the the unfortunate part is, is that you're just going to end up being another one of the statistics. And I picked up an interesting statistic uh, this morning, Julie. You might want to mm-hmm. use this one. Yep. Um, new agents, an average of 12 to 18 months, 84% will fail. Wow. So 84% of all new agents within, let's just say, you know, 12 to 18 months are out of the business. And I would Definitely suggests to you that the reason that so many agents fail is because they have lack of real clear, concise information on what they should be doing to be successful selling real estate. Hint, by the book, Harris Rules, mm-hmm. now available in audiobook, right? Yeah. But the reality of it is, is that when you look at why people are so willing to believe that social networking and all these other things will uh, lead to them being successful in real estate, it's because they're choosing fame over being rich. And I want you to ask yourself the same question as to whether or not you're doing the same thing because people, generally speaking, one of the strongest, uh, you know, easiest ways to manipulate people, frankly, is by giving them recognition. And that's what this social stuff does. It plays into your ego. It basically makes us all narcissists. And, you know, it just seems some of this stuff has just gone off the uh, the tracks as far as the influence it has on people. But if you have a choice to be famous, (coughs) excuse me, famous where people, you know, in your world know who you are, you know, and then be rich, where virtually nobody other than your customers know who you are. Which would you choose? I'm on a coaching call. Um, you know, I've done had this coaching call thousands of times, but I remember th- I remember this one very clearly. I was talking to this gentleman. He was actually talking about uh, joining our coaching program. He also wanted to join EXP as part of our EXP crew. And if you're interested in learning more about that, just text me direct, and we can talk about EXP. 512 758 0206. 512 758 0206. So I'm, he is, I think he's about my age. He was maybe a little bit younger, a little bit older, doesn't matter. And he was telling me, you know, because remember, he wanted to join our group and he also wanted to be a, a coaching client. So he was telling me about all of his success in his career. He was telling me about all of his awards, all of his accolades. He was telling me about all the things he did. He just, I just listened to him. He just talked and talked and talked, telling me how great he was, basically. And Julie, is that your alarm?
2: That's my premier coaching alarm.
1: Oh, okay. You want to... Oh, it's out there. Okay. Yeah, well, run to premier coaching then. I can finish the story. Yep. All I right. remember who you're
2: talking about too, and it is a very good point.
1: Yeah. And so we're having this conversation, and I'm listening to him talk, and I'm not... You know, I'm, I want to be polite. You know, I want to hear him out. But I've heard so many agents say the exact same stuff before. As you know, as far as basically how amazing they are, because of all the awards, the accolades, and the trophies and the recognition they've had over the years. And so, what I asked him, and, and I, so so he to get him to stop and sort of so we can pivot the conversation, and talk about something else. I asked him this question: So, if you had the choice when you were when you were younger, uh, if you had to essentially choose, if I were asking you this question when you were thirty, right, when you started down this path of all this recognition ego stuff. And I asked you that question, this question, at 30, Do you, have, if you have to choose between being famous and being rich, what would you, and how would you have answered the question? And he paused, which was nice because he gave himself a little break, and he thought about the question, and then he gave me the answer. He said he'd choose uh, to be famous, and he said that's what he did. And then he started making fun of himself, and then the tonality in his voice even changed. And he started talking about... You know, just realizing, uh, I think he already knew this, by the way. He had already had this thought. I don't think it was the first time he'd had this thought that he sort of made the wrong choice. He chose to be, uh, you know, he chose to want to be famous. I mean, he was doing billboards and moving trucks and all this stuff. Um, And so I said, at, I think he was 40 or 50 or whatever he was. And I said, so at your age now, same question, what would you choose? And and then he laughed even harder and he said, obviously, I want to choose to be rich. And I asked him why. And he said, because he realized the, the fame or the perception of recognition and acceptance by you know a bunch of people, he said he realizes how absolutely futile that was and how it did not bring him business. Um, and so that's the same question I'm asking all of you today, because it's a relevant question. If you're not rich, where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money, if you're actually not in a situation right now in your life where you have passive income coming in that's enough to at least cover your personal overhead, which is the definition of rich, right? So if you need 7500 to cover your monthly overhead and you have 7500 coming in, that is our working definition of what it is to be rich. And then, you know, focus on that. Just, that's the first step in creating financial freedom is making it so you no longer have to work for your money. Um, so he and I were adding up then the second part of our call, how much money he had earned you know, grossed, right? And all the years that he'd been selling real estate. And it was not a small number. It was millions and millions and millions of dollars. And here he was at basically my age and he had nothing financial to show for it. Now that was essentially a very important conversation for him to be having because if he hasn't if he doesn't actually think that through, he's just gonna follow that pattern again. Because his ego is addicted to the attention. He wants to see his face and his name up on the plaques and the awards and the recognition and the lists and all that stuff. He still has that addiction to wanting to have recognition. And he knows it, even though he knows ultimately that will betray him. That desire for that uh, recognition will betray his ultimate uh, goal, which was to be free. Where, you know, essentially free being financially free being the first step of that. And so that is, a again, a thought that some of you get, guys need to be having. Now, remember the statistic I shared with you. 84% of all new agents fail within basically a year and a half or less. 84%. I don't have the statistics for what percent fail after two years or three years, but I bet you it's equally as shocking. So that means realistically that only 2% of all the agents that get real estate licenses every year even step outside of being essentially you know part-timers or hobbyists. Kind of an interesting thing to consider. And the ones that basically are, you know, I'm talking about transactions here too. So how much money is spent in real estate by agents on the silly things like the branding and the marketing and the trying to, you know, make yourself famous, believing that's going to actually work, the social networking, obviously, doing all that stuff. How much money is spent thinking, hoping, praying that all that gimmicky stuff is actually going to result in a transaction only then to find those agents waking up and realizing that none of those things actually worked as advertised. And now they're in a situation basically where they're failing out of real estate with debt. So that's what happens to a lot of people because no one ever tells them when I just told them. So you do have to make a choice. Very rarely can you be famous and be rich. And so I'll strongly suggest to you that you focus on being rich. That ultimately is going to make you a lot happier than being famous. You can't If you cannot have both, which you know most of us cannot, then choose... To be rich. Choose to be financially free. Choose to not be holding to a transaction and transactions for the rest of your life. Choose to remove the a billion-pound gorilla off your back that is the central financial burden that most of us carry around. Does this make sense, listeners? That's a big question. And it really does start with you know going through the process like I took him through. Asking, you know, did the younger version of you want to be rich or famous? And most of you, if not all of you, will say famous. And then add up how much money you know you have earned in your adult working career thus far, and then ask yourself why you haven't accumulated more wealth from all that money. Because some of you, if you're my age, even if you've never been super successful, you still have earned probably five million, ten million, maybe some of you fifteen million dollars. I have coaching clients that you know earn three, four million dollars a year. So in their working careers, they've earned hundreds of millions of dollars, and yet when asked, you know, let's look at your financial statement. Why are, have you not accumulated more money? It's because what they spend their money on, and what they spend their money on, are the trappings of looking famous, the trappings of looking successful that don't actually bring you any business. But your ego and the people selling you these ego and you know inducing ideas, know they, they know that they can separate you from your dollars because of the fact that you have this innate desire uh, to have recognition and to people think for people to think you're successful. It's fascinating, isn't it? I think it's fascinating personally because on the other side of this, you then start saying, you know what, Tim, I think you're right. I should have made the decision to pursue, you know, being financially free. I should have had that be my North Star and not basically recognition from strangers. And I realize now in retrospect, had I actually, you know, followed a path forward for financial freedom, that I would be a completely different spot in my life now. Um, so learn from the, there's a, you know, the old Chinese proverb, right? A smart man learns from his mistakes. A brilliant man learns the mistakes of others. I'm sharing with you listeners the essential conversation that I've had with the, you know thousands of agents over the years where I have not had a single one ever answer the question, they wish they would have chose fame. Not a single one ever chooses that. They all choose and they all would have wished they would have chosen fame. Uh, to be rich. In other words, to be financially free where their money works for them and they no longer have to work for their money. This makes sense, doesn't it? So if you're looking for your you know, your big why or your one thing, I would strongly encourage all of you to embrace the idea of being free. Because on the other side of the acceptance that that's the goal you're working towards, uh, on the other side of just saying that's what I truly want, you'll have really amazing clarity. And the other thing it does is it prevents you or at least it's an inhibitor to you making dumb financial decisions whether it's you know buying goofy social networking things or buying goofy branding things that will you know if you have the goal of essentially being rich where your money works for you you no longer have to work for your money in order for you to accomplish that you have to have lots of profit in your business and you have to be prudent about where you spend your money Just by having that as your goal, you're automatically going to start thinking at a higher level about where and how you spend your money that in itself will give you guys a greater sense of control. Now on the other side of it, once you've, you know, followed the rules in Harris Rule, Harris Rules the book and audiobook now, once you've drilled down and guiding your business so that it's, you know, scalable and you're making money from listings and your everything's going as well as it should, you're paying off your debt, you're, you're maybe taking advantage of, one of these ridiculously low interest rate mortgages you're streamlining your expenses. You've got your your focus is, you know, laser focused on being free. Once you get to that point, you will find that you can actually accomplish being financially free, usually within two or three years, sometimes less, depending on what your personal overhead is, because you're going to be so much more prudent about where you're spending your money. You're going to be so much more careful. You're going to have to have some internal conversations with yourself and maybe with your family about the, you know. The whole idea of essentially saving money or putting money towards the retirement of debt, things like that. So many of us have fallen prey also to the whole concept of like, you know, you better live for today. Why save for tomorrow? That whole thing. There's a lot of people that essentially will, you know, borrow and borrow and borrow from tomorrow to the point where they have absolute when tomorrow arrives, which it does. You know, the older you get, the quicker tomorrow arrives. I don't know if you guys have realized that. But when that tomorrow arrives and the bills do, then you've essentially screwed yourselves because you have so much debt to have to pay back. Or you haven't accumulated over your career the skill set and the mindset necessary for you to be financially free. You you understanding what I'm getting at here? So have your goal be to be financially free, where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money. It's a very simple definition of rich. It's not some ego induced big number where you know you're, you're going to say I want to have ten million dollars or whatever it is, or twenty million, or I want to be a billionaire. Those are just kind of egoy statements, right? Nothing wrong with them if that's your thing, but that's what they are. For every single one of you. If you had passive income commensurate with your personal overhead you would feel amazing right allow yourself to have that feeling just you know associated with that feeling for just a bit in your mind tell me how that feels doesn't it feel like almost like stress melting away doesn't it make it so that you all of a sudden have incredible clarity on what you're supposed to be doing you know, or I think more importantly, maybe what you're not supposed to be doing in your real estate business. That's what I want you guys to just allow yourselves the the idea that in your lifetime, not even lifetime, really, in, you know, in the near future, you could get to that point. You could experience that in your life. And you, once you do, you will never go back because that is the ultimate award. You've given yourself the ultimate, you know, the ultimate prize. You've given yourself freedom. And then you've also set, in course, um, the next leg of it, which is essentially to build a lot of wealth. With that, and with that wealth, you can positively affect thousands of people's lives if you choose to. These are all things that only come on the other side of the types of thoughts that I'm sharing with you guys today. Hopefully, this resonates with all of you. Hopefully, this is something that will put you in a different positive trajectory um, that you then will have a much more rewarding and fulfilling life. The reality of it is, is that we do have a lot of headwinds that are inevitably going to be coming, probably quicker than normal. And I do mean that in the economy and all these other things that are happening. But we will continue, Julie and I and our coaching company, will continue to do our best to keep you guys on the straight and narrow with regards to your education and your motivation. But remember, ultimately, it's up up to you to get into action. So we can share with you the thoughts that successful people have. We can share with you the actions that successful people take. But you're the ultimately going to be the one that has to implement these things. So if you're asking yourself for a direction right now, you're saying, Tim, what do I do next? Like what, what exactly should I be doing? I'll tell you the simplest thing for you to do is implement the 90 day massive action plan. That is free. It's included in, in the free coaching program. And the 90-day massive action plan will tell you exactly what you should be doing for the next 90 days. And you're going to discover, no matter where you are in your real estate career, that the 90-day massive action plan is exactly what you want to be uh, employing because it does cut through the Mickey Mouse. And you're going to see in the 90-day massive action plan, it's all about doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level because that's how you build momentum. You don't build momentum by playing in real estate. You build momentum by focusing on what it takes to build a, a meaningful business. Who and Essentially, the meaningful business comes from you having a skill set that other people are willing to pay for. And the more people you help accomplish their goals, the more of your goals you'll be able to accomplish in your own lifetimes. But you need to take action on that right now and text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. Text the word SURVIVAL to 31996 and join the free coaching program. So, happy 4th of July weekend. Um, And happy return of Formula One for those of you who watch Formula One. I know there's probably at least three or four of you. Austria is unfortunately the first, I think, yeah, it's the first official race of the 2020 season, which I'm looking forward to watching very much. Hopefully I can get it down here in Puerto Rico. You never really know. Uh, But in the meantime, if you guys want to talk with Julie and I about joining our EXP crew, our EXP family, um, EXP Realty, we believe, well, there's no doubt, you know, EXP, it's amazing. When um, Julie and I started working with EXP, it was uh, January of 2019. They had 15 or 16,000 agents and I learned as of this morning they have 31,000 agents. It's the fastest growing real estate company has to be in the history of, you know, the world really. There's so many tens of thousands of agents from all over the United States and now eXp has expanded to Canada, they're expanding to Australia, New Zealand, uh, just all over the world. This is a global phenomenon. If you want to know what it feels like to be in the right place at the right time, join eXp. I mean, eXp uh, uh, stock on NASDAQ has gone up by like 50% in just this year. So many amazing things happening. You definitely need to consider um, pursuing eXp. You can go about doing that two ways. The If you're just getting started with wanting to get information on eXp, just text the word eXp to 31996, and we'll text you back a, a video. I think it's a nine-minute video that walks you through everything. If you want to move forward quicker with eXp and you want to talk uh, with me about being a partner in Julie and I's EXP uh, team, just uh, text me directly on my cell phone, which is 512 758 0206. 512 758 0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic 4th of July weekend. And uh, hey, be safe. Thank you for continuing to make this number one listen to daily podcasts um, in the world for real estate.